there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for Coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career double shot K-Cup with my guest, Samantha Kubik. As We heard you explain at the beginning of our discussion, Samantha, one of the things that initially held you back from direct client services was your deep and understandable concern about potentially getting re-triggered. I'm curious, has it ever happened to you and how have you managed to keep if it's at all possible, from getting re-triggered through the huge caseload that you're juggling? Yeah, it definitely happened. I remember the first time it happened because it sort of knocked me on my feet or off my feet, I should say. I had a client and I don't, I don't quite know what it was about her, but I felt a very deep connection with her and, you know, while we are dealing with the topic of their experiences in the military, we are not always constantly talking about them, right? You know, we, I try to get the conversation out sort of in one go if I can, because I know that telling their story again is often very difficult. And so she came to my office and we met for, oh God, I want to say at least three hours in which she just, talked about her experience and told me what had happened to her and it was partially the power of her own words she was a very evocative speaker and you really felt as if you could imagine being there and it just took me right back to my own experiences and I remember when I walked out of the office after the meeting one of my colleagues was standing in a room across the hallway and happened to look up as I opened the door. And I don't know what my face looked like, but it must have looked like something had happened because they came over to me and said, are you okay? And I said, I don't think so. I don't think so. And for me, I decided the best thing to do was to finish my notes from the meeting as much as I could right away because I wanted Phil to put this down and walk away for a little bit. And so I quickly went back and finished writing down all of my thoughts that I had about what she had told me about. And then I went for a walk. I left the office. I went for a walk around the block. I am sure I stopped to get myself a cup of coffee because I said that's my self-care. And I just kept thinking about it. I kept thinking about what she had said, kept thinking about my own experiences. And it was very difficult. And I think that in retrospect, I probably would have suggested to myself maybe 
take the rest of the day off. But at the time, I was pretty new in the work and I felt, no, I got to keep going. I got to keep going. Which I, I would say to everybody, breaks are important. Vacation is huge. All of those things. So, so now looking back, I would tell myself, you should have taken the rest of the afternoon off. But I think that self-care and protecting yourself and listening to yourself is a growing process, right? I don't have all the answers as to the best way to continue to do this work, but I have found that there are there are definitely things that I have learned. I don't think you can stop yourself from being triggered by your clients. First of all, you have no idea when it may happen. It may be a client whose story is actually quite different than you, but something about it may remind you of yourself or may take you back in the same way that one can't necessarily stop themselves from being triggered in daily life, right? Something could happen, you could see something, you could smell something, you could hear something, and it can bring you back. And so I don't think that there is such a thing as not letting it happen. I think it's what you do once it does happen that's important. And I have found that walking away for a little bit is important, taking those breaks. But I've also found that things that I do on a daily basis have been helpful to keeping myself sane in this type of work. Having strong boundaries of my work life and my home life has been really helpful. So, for example, my office has certain hours. Those are the hours that I am available to my clients. I may do work outside of those hours, but I... I'm not available by phone or email to my clients outside of those hours because otherwise I would likely never stop answering them. And so needing to set those limits, which I also think is helpful to them because there are other supports available to my clients that are not me. They have therapists, they have family, they have social workers, they have, if they need it, crisis hotlines available to them, things like that. And so explaining to them from the outset that there are places they can go if they need assistance outside of my office hours has been tremendously helpful. Having supportive colleagues, I I think that where you work is so important to how you feel about your job. And for me, having colleagues who know about my own experiences, having colleagues who can check in and, and do what that person did in that experience I had where they immediately could tell from my face something that happened. Sometimes it's silly things like, you know, watching videos of cute puppies on YouTube, but little things that keep you smiling and keep you going and provide some sort of break from the heaviness of the work are all really important. And it's going to be different from person to person, but finding those things that you have and it can be even harder, I feel, now in coronavirus times where we are literally working out of our home. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee. 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. 
Thanks so much. 